Hello, everybody, and welcome to Canned Peaches, a Deadwood podcast. This one covering season one, episode 10, titled Mr. Wu. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I'm joined by Brian Craig. Hello, baby. <laughs> Samantha Russell. Hey, how's it going? And Sheila Master. Hello. Sheila, it's been at least a year since you've done this podcast. What's going on? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Where have you been? Um, what have you been doing with your time that has taken you a year to come back to this podcast? I've just been doing a lot of traveling and <laughs> uh, living just my absolute best life uh, with no restrictions. No, yeah. um, I've been spending a lot of time in my bedroom, wherever yeah. that is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, definitely has nothing to do with the fact that we weren't doing episodes for the better part of nine months. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We're only uh, on episode 10. <laughs> hey, 10 of 13. Yeah. We're almost so, there. Yeah. We're, we're, rock, we're rocking and rolling now. We are now. closer than we've ever been. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are. Uh, I can see the light at the end of the season one tunnel. All right. Uh, so I was saying before the uh, recording began, we're changing up the format of this podcast. Uh, just for this episode, we'll see how it goes. We're going to be discussing the show in different sections rather than beat by beat. Uh, and I want to start with Merrick and the emulators. <laughs> uh, what thoughts does does this little thread here bring to mind? I just very much enjoyed all of the just sort of nonsense that was happening with Merrick like the whole time like his, his clothes getting in the food his glasses falling off like he was just a hot mess yeah. and I don't know somebody's shoulder yeah I don't know if it was because he was nervous because he's hanging out with the cool kids right now and he doesn't like you know that always happens like you always embarrass yourself or mm -hmm. just you know he was just having an off day but it was very very funny yeah what a buffoon yeah <laughs> it Bumble. was it was it was very bubbling a uh, bumbling buffoon uh territory um and uh yeah he had his his butt rubbing against uh somebody's shoulder although uh i think utter had a proper proper vantage to see that his butt was nowhere near uh <laughs> said person's shoulder um yeah he, he had his um uh cro your cravats and your bacon because <laughs> 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 uh, he's just trying to like Sam said, trying to he's out he's there with the cool kids and he's he's going over Bullock's proposal for the dump. Um I will get to that uh, a little later. Well, we can just talk about it now. What the hell? Who cares, right? We had a format, let's just throw it out. Um he's going over the proposal for the dump because Bullock wants to um use the use that money, as he said last week, um uh, for uh, the money for the bribes. Uh, right. Use it for the services. <clears throat> which and he also wants to put his proposal in the newspaper's editor's column uh, yeah. before he even gives it to uh, the mayor. Yeah, he wants to uh, leaking <laughs> leaking Seth Bullock. Um, <laughs> he wants to give it to them to try and fence in, um, get public support on their side, so that way it's a little more difficult for uh, the mayor. Oh God. Don't say that unless you really have to. He says the same <laughs> thing. Uh, before uh, he can say no, so that there's public support on his side for that. Um, but Merrick's going over that over brunch as they're talking and just having a good time and feeling good about himself. And just something just keeps happening. Keeps happening. And he 
he's also just desperately trying to be like, can we just all admit we're friends here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we be a group. Yeah, yeah. he's like, uh, he, go, he has that long, uh, almost monologue about the, uh, the most disorganized of social clubs um, where they just, let's just walk. You know, we all meet here, we talk, but it's the, the, the bacon is rancid. The, the, the fruit is, is sour. Like it's, everything is bad about this place. And the only thing that keeps us coming back is the talking to each other is the meeting. So let's take that and move it outside and we can just walk. And they're, they're, they're just like, uh, yeah, or we could just walk when we walk. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we could, we could do that, but we could also make it a point to take a walk. Um, and Seth is just having none of this. He's just like, I, I gotta go. I got that thing. <laughs> what? 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 Yeah. Oh, someone's at our store. We better open. Yeah, it's about time for us to open. I think he even says at one point too. Um, yeah. Yeah, there was even that moment where, like, Bullock uh, stopped Saul. And at first, I thought it was just because, like, someone was crossing in front of them with whatever bundle. Then I realized, no, this was him being like, if we stop following him, yeah. <laughs> we can get out of this conversation. Yeah. And he kept having that look of like, how, is he still talking? Like, I, we, we don't need to do this. I don't want to do this. I yeah. would rather go to work. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Even sealed with a handshake of, that basically said, this is the end. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> this was fun. Bye. <laughs> I'm leaving now. I bid you adieu. Um, yeah, I mean that's the the gist of what's going on with with Merrick throughout that throughout that scene. And he 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 wants to name them the ambulators. Yeah. The ambulators. He says, "Well, perhaps all we just need is a name." <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. You don't I don't know. Ambulator sounds it. pretty cool. Like I, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I might I join the ambulators. I feel like I'm under the. Uh, I don't want to be a part of any club that would have Jeffrey Jones as a member. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Call me crazy. This is true. I, I will say that scene I was watching and I was like, oh God, Merrick really wants to join an improv team. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's got a name and everything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Step one of joining an improv team. Yeah. Come out we got name, right? Yeah. Talent Schmalen. Mm -hmm. um, we got our name. Let's let's build around it. Um Okay, let's go to uh, Joni. Also, wait, one more thing. Yeah, what do you got? There are two going on three brothels in this town. Yeah. Why is that the only eating establishment? There's no other restaurants. What is going on? Like, like no one's going, whoa, whoa, whoa. We could clean up if we just make a restaurant that's slightly better than that shithole that everyone complains about, but there's no other place to eat. Yeah, there's several saloons, none of which seem to serve food. Uh, there are several brothels, none of which seem to serve food. Uh, and then there's that shitty hotel, uh, Dining? diner, <laughs> diner, yeah, diner. <laughs> um, and that's attached to it's, it's Farnham's, right? Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Of course it's going to be garbage. Yeah. And everyone complains about it and they say how bad it is, but no one just open no a restaurant. No one's stepping up. No. Yeah. You clean up. Yeah. That's it. I'm moving to Deadwood. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, we go to Joni and Utter real quick. Um, Charlie's in that line. He's getting bumped. Um, step on my foot. You got a big foot. 
or is it just getting crowded in here or maybe it's a combination of both um and he uh he gets he gets called over she's over there she's got a table table for two it's just her and she gives him the old she gives him the wave come on I also thought it was a little rude that one, she had a table for one and then Alma and Sophia are sitting at a table for four. Mm. And you know, like you see this line, you gotta go, all right, you know what? Come over and sit with us. Or you bring Joni over, like well, what was going, like they're, they're hogging seats. Yeah, it's well, gotta be cafeteria style at some point. Alma's a respectable lady, so she can't sit with a woman who Oh, right. Like the head of a, <laughs> of a brothel. Yeah. And she can't be like a man because she's not married to him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Diner. It's all, it's all ridiculous. The yeah. shitty diner fact, is the level playing field for all of them. Has, have Alma and Joni ever come in contact with each other? It's funny that we keep seeing, we see all these characters, but like last episode was the first time Joni and, uh, and Utter uh, were mm -hmm. introduced to each other. Yeah. I wonder if she's ever even come in contact. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, and also last week, Utter and Swearingen and Al. Oh, right, oh, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we may get, get that For intro soon. Right? Yeah. Um, just meet each other and then sit next to each other and save up save some space. Save but yeah, that, that dinosaur. And they're sitting there having that crowded. meeting in the other seat, sitting there talking about the dump, taking up a table you know mm -hmm. like mom move it along yeah probably just people here and drinking it's like a small dining room that while <laughs> while merrick's be like oh you see that lady over there that's Joni. um she runs the she can hear you you <laughs> idiot <laughs> you baboon it's yeah, very right tiny. there yeah it's a very tiny diner um tiny diner all right uh so Eddie comes to see Joni. Uh, she looks like she's staying at the hotel, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's, yeah. she's staying there. Eddie comes by to see her, uh, asks if she got that blood stain, if that blood stain got her a special rate. Uh, and the gist here is that he's checking on her and wants her to go out on her own. She, she says something to the effect of, I don't want Cy to back me and I don't know how to do anything without him. Uh, and Eddie says that he will. Which is very nice. Yeah. yeah. And he's going to planning on robbing Cy yeah. to get her the money. He's going to pull Which a heist. fair. <laughs> and yeah. he, he can just do like a sleight of hand and then, you you know, like the money's gone. I don't know. Where did it go? Yeah. Yeah. He does that little pocket watch, pocket watch <laughs> deal with her. What time do you have or something? Pulls yeah. a, a bunch of money out of her ear. <laughs> <laughs> One of those big gold nuggets. How? <laughs> um, yeah. I... I don't know. Sai is Sai's got eyes and ears all over the place. So if he doesn't see Eddie do something, someone's going to see Eddie do something. Oh yeah, this is this is definitely Eddie setting himself up to to maybe not live for <laughs> to maybe not live. <laughs> yeah. to, to bad news. Yes, yeah. that's a good way to maybe not live. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I also feel like because we had that moment with kind of the bar tender and sigh earl or later where it seemed like he didn't want to give him any information either like he mm -hmm. might have had information on where Joni was but wasn't gonna tell i don't know maybe people are you know not looking out for Joni's back yeah, yeah because Joni worked with all of these people so mm -hmm. and she's a kind person so they might just kind of oh well, i didn't see anything yeah uh and 
the deal there was Cy was saying to the the bartender, uh, if you well, okay, fine, whatever. If you happen to see her, wherever you happen to see her, let her know that I've got, you know, a, a hot tip on some real estate that might be opening up soon. So she might want to just come by and chat with me. Um, do we have any idea at this point what that real estate deal is? I don't think so. No. There was the uh, Hostetler came by to the to the Hardware Boys. Oh, yeah, all right. right. Uh, Emma's talking about selling uh, his his property. Um, I yeah, know. I know where Sai ends up buying stuff or already has some some land. I don't want to necessarily want to say what that is uh, out of consideration for anybody that's listening to the show watching for the first time. Um, but within that episode, Hostetler did come by and kind of say, he kind of annoys Seth at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and it's not said, uh, I should, he shouldn't have been annoyed. It was a simple interaction that got needlessly escalated. Yeah. Uh, that was, by both that, of it them. Was, it was, yeah, strangely, like he just, well, I, I feel like Hofstadler wants to get rid of the property. So like, he's just like, Hey, I told you I would sell it to you. You seemed like you were interested. You want it or not? Like mm -hmm. it's more of a shit or get off the pot kind of thing. I don't know why Bullock, he either just could have shit or got off the pot. At that point. <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't have to yell and scream while on the pot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shitting you. <laughs> Yeah, I know Bullock is pretty quiet, but I really feel like in his way, he was very whiny this episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, he, and he mentions it to, to Saul at the end. Like, I don't, I'm very irritable right now. I blew up on Hostetler and I, uh, things are, I wish I hadn't raised my hand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's complaining about his assignment that he, yeah, he raised his hand for uh, public health thought, commissioner or something. I feel like he's also putting a little more pressure on himself to be this health commissioner because I don't think anybody's doing anything of no. their actual job. No. And he's like, well, I got to figure this out. I got to improve the town. I got to build a hospital. What am I going to do? But nobody's, like, <laughs> yeah. nobody's pressuring him yeah. to do any of those things. Yeah, beyond yeah. getting some uh, new tailoring done, I don't think any of the town commissioners yeah. are <laughs> yeah. doing any actual work. Yeah. Which, of course, says something about his character, uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, the character of the character. Um, he wants to, he wants to do a good job. Um, but he's also very annoyed at the same time that he has to do the job at all. Yeah. yeah he's a little bit of a martyr. He's like, well, I gotta do it because <laughs> yeah. I'm the only person who's good enough to do it. And, uh, I just, if only everyone else was competent, I wouldn't have to take on everything. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, you're not the only person who has a brain. So yeah. maybe, maybe chill out on that front. Uh, when he's kind of complaining about things, he, he's basically like, uh, I hate my work. Uh, I yelled at Hostetler. I got this wife and kid I barely know. <laughs> throws, <laughs> throws that in there. Like, my pet's heads are falling off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he is talking to Saul about that. And they have that quick discussion because we haven't heard too much about the wife and, and, and kid. Um, he, he tells Ama last episode that uh, how he obtained, <laughs> how, he, <laughs> you know, how he now has a wife and child uh, that don't belong to him, um, or at least didn't start with him. Uh, and he says something, maybe he's talking about his brother. Uh, maybe he sees me borrowing his life so I don't have to live my own. 
And Saul says, plenty of people with great lives that have been barred or something like that. Mm. Um, oh, Saul, he's always the voice of reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And a bargain. And he always says that too. It's at least the second or third time when someone's come in for something and he's like, and it's a bargain at, and he just named the price. <laughs> um, oh, it was Hostetler. He came in looking for a, a, a pickaxe at a bargain at $12. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all I have on Seth, Saul, Alma, and Sophia. It was just that moment where Alma and uh, Seth were kind of making eyes at each other. Um, Oh, there's Sophia's, uh, Sophia's vocabulary is getting a little more expanded. She oh yeah, she screamed. Good morning. <laughs> she screamed good morning at someone. Yeah, <laughs> she's got confidence. Yeah. Good morning. Yeah. <laughs> Me, Sophia. It's uh, fun watching dumb idiot kids learn how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> good morning to you, ma'am. Uh, Saul also says something in that quick scene with him and Bullock. Uh, about Amma. He says the nice things about the brother and uh, uh, brother's wife and kids, but he also says, mm, but she is pretty, you know, so about about Amma. She is pretty. Uh, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Seth's got himself in a, in a tight spot. Yeah. Yeah, he's just, he's not happy with with his, you know, his options right now. I don't yeah. think that's, I don't see that changing for him. So the and way he's... you were talking about him being the health commissioner and being a martyr, I wonder if she didn't even want to be his wife. Like when his brother died, he's like, no, I have to take you. This is, I, you will be my wife and he will be my son. Like yeah. he it's absolutely, yeah, yeah, custom thing. It's, you know, she's, She's like, I married this guy I fell in love with. He died, and now I have to deal with his brother? Like, <laughs> his <what>? dull, boring <laughs> Not, brother? Yeah, and he can't move his swing his arms when he walks. <laughs> He's and... never laughed a day in his life. <laughs> and then I have to move out to Deadwood? <laughs> what? His brother was the life of the party. He could sing. <laughs> he could play piano. Now I'm stuck <laughs> with this guy in the middle of nowhere. Mm. Our pantettes are falling off. <laughs> um, yeah. Speaking of uh, playing the piano, we got that fucking new piano. Yeah. Uh, yeah and nice transition. Look at that. Not, yeah, not bad. Um, <laughs> he. This this has to do with it's basically the Reverend storyline, centering around this new piano. He finds that this piano uh, gets rid of his headaches, um, but he's also having the issue where he has uh, new symptoms. His yeah. leg is having issues. His arm is having issues. His eye is um, turning, um, and his memory is is going. He he basically has no short term memory. It seems um, it's not going well for for the Reverend. No, not at all. He yeah. uh, is told to stay away by Al. Um, but very politely, the first yeah, time. Oh. Very polite and going, hey, mm -hmm. and you know what? You can come if you are worried about optics. You can come back after hours <laughs> and get a blowjob or whatever he was uh, offering. You can drink I, a drink or do one of these. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. The hand motion. He's, you know, it's mm -hmm. it's fine. Just don't do it during hours because you know you're a boner killer. <laughs> yeah, you're creeping people out, man. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like really making Johnny in particular angry. Yeah. He's offended. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He, he is so offended. 
with all the things he's seen, and this is what's making him mad. Mm -hmm. My my father was a man of man of God. That ain't right. <laughs> that ain't right. And he's, he's like, mm. like digging his nails into his into his palm. Yeah, he is not happy about it. Um, one small thing that I enjoyed at the top of this was when he sees the Reverend by the piano. Um, and Dan says, well, he ain't been trying to lead, uh, save no lost souls uh, or, or lead lost souls to the Lord. Um, he's just been enjoying the piano. Uh, and then when Al goes over, um, he does. He does it so nicely, compassionately, I yes. guess, but preceded by uh, telling the <clears throat> piano player, uh, hey, Abe, go, uh, go to free touch from Wanda over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he talks to the Reverend. Uh, yeah, really fun. Um, but then the Reverend finds his way back about yep. two hours later. Um, and it's as the doc is looking over the women and it's grown from the first time being this kind of joyous, um, he's just there, he's enjoying the music to now people are noticing, um, yep. Al, Al caught it early and he's like, let's get you out of here. Um, uh, but now people are noticing what's going on. They're making fun of him. The other women, they're not doing what they're, they're there to do. Um, and, uh, it's a rare instance of Al doing what we've said in previous episodes that he wouldn't normally do. Um, he just kind of comes in and just freaks, freaks out of everybody. Um, he has other things on his mind going yeah. throughout this episode. So it's piling on. Um, but he does, he comes in and just yells <laughs> at everybody. Literally just tell him very politely to not come back. And then mm -hmm. two hours later, it seems like you're really... <laughs> Pushing him. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, he confronts him, tells him, yeah, write a note, stay out of Al Swearingen's fucking joint and hang it above your one good eye. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he's and Preacher's just like, the piano relieves my headache. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. oh, you poor, also, poor man. Also, Al's like, go somewhere else with a piano. Oh, do you know where Annie is? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, nowhere else has a piano. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, <laughs> get the fuck out. And he even says to somebody at that point, he's like, somebody help him the fuck out. Get him out of here. Um, he runs into, Al runs into the dock. Uh, he's like, what the fuck is that? What was that? He's having changes in his brain. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you think? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and Al says here, he's like, nothing to be done, huh? No, nothing. Uh, and there was like this kind of, understanding there that you know neither of them said but yeah. something, something like can be nothing? done <laughs> really <laughs> are you sure <laughs> um yeah al asks about trixie's spirits and the doc comments on her physical <laughs> did i ask about a fucking spirits <laughs> yeah um yeah it's a. Uh, yeah that's pretty much it there and then as he leaves he's yelling at everybody to spend some fucking money <laughs> <laughs> you know, nothing gets people spending money like being yelled at to spend some mm -hmm. fucking money. Yeah. All good I've times. been in a saloon or two in my time. And, uh... <laughs> they tell me to spend money. <laughs> oh, I well, spend it's money. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Most certainly. So the Reverend is in rapid, now rapid decline. Yeah. Uh, it, past couple episodes, it was, you know, one thing here, a small thing there. Um, but now it's just one episode is a bunch yeah. of shit. So this tumor is really... Um, uh going to work yeah and 
he when he visits uh Saul and Seth at the end it's like that was just so oh it like was breaking my heart just being yeah. like are you my friends or are you oh, yeah. or are you the devil I I assume you're not the devil but you know, the devil would probably take the form of people who are not the devil. So yeah. are you the devil? Yeah. Yeah. I am Seth Bullock. I'm from Canada or somewheres. Uh, I am Saul Star from Vienna, Austria. We're your friends. Oh, oh. <laughs> Just like I, I liked that they <laughs> offered to walk him back. Mm -hmm. And then him saying, oh, an evening stroll with friends. That's yeah. something I would enjoy more, which is just funny because of how, how quickly they were trying to get out of that with Merrick <laughs> earlier. Yeah. Perhaps all we need is a name. The <laughs> ambulators. <laughs> Reverend, don't you start. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. That's, uh, that's our fucking new piano thread. Uh, we go to... The Bagman, which is Silas. Uh, it's the introduction of the character of Silas to the Deadwood world. Um, before we get there, we have some envelope stuffing with E.B. licking each <laughs> step of the way. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite episode of Deadwood, by the way. There's so yeah. much comedy in this thing. Mm. This is like written by a, a staff writer in Becker or something. <laughs> <Becker>. <laughs> It's like a guy who's been sitting on his on his hands waiting to write a, a drama. Give me give me a chance, boss. I got to do it. There's so one much of, comedy in this episode. One of these several of the many uh, Ted Danson sitcoms to choose. <laughs> we pull from Becker. Um, long running, successful show. Uh, Ted Danson probably. Well, I guess it's a toss up. I mean, he's had a great post years career. Uh, Woody Harrelson has had a great post Cheers career. Are they the two? Well, Kelsey Grammer has. Sure, yeah, Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer. Grammer. Um, he's kind of I mean, faded a bit now. You know, he's just like, yeah, Frasier reboot. Let's do it. Um, mm, I don't know. I mean, John John Ratzenberger has been. <laughs> oh a, a yeah, Pixar staple. Oh uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, he really. I'm just. I just, just got thinking of how many hit shows sitcoms that dancing has actually been in it's crazy and a few non-hits i don't want to i don't want to <laughs> what boost them up too high i mean the most recent one is uh with mr mayor uh, mm -hmm. but ink didn't stay around too long oh right yeah um, i don't even remember ink oh i remember ink <laughs> I, I don't remember i had a news group that great. <laughs> oh, it, was, it wasn't great but it okay. was definitely on for, oh yeah okay the guy from the hepcats it had it was, a lady uh, named Shawnee. It was the wings of CBS. Um, all right, so we're, we're uh, licking <laughs> bills here. I apologize for that. Uh, <laughs> no, that, was, that was, I think that was me. I apologize. <laughs> um, I should have used Becker as a re my reference. <laughs> no, it's fine. Now we can only use Becker uh, when referencing sitcoms. Uh, so EB's licking each bill. Uh, Al has that one line where he says, you know, as clammy <laughs> as your... <laughs> Palms are. How do you still need to lick each fucking step of the way? Um, oh, it was so gross. Uh, there's also the uh, EB notices. Oh, there's so and so's name is on here twice, and now says something like, "Okay, well, give him two envelopes, and then I'll call him on it if I if it ever suits my purpose. <laughs> See if he takes it, and then I'll call him on it if it ever suits my purpose." Um, 
EB complains about the funds going to the dump and to the infirmary. And at this point, Al's like, EB, don't you fucking steal. Yeah. <laughs> don't, I know it. Like, he's like, I yeah. know what you're thinking. Don't fucking do it because I need to be able to stand in front of each of these cocksuckers, look them straight in the eye and tell them exactly how much money they got and know that I'm right. <laughs> don't you fucking do it. <laughs> uh, I love when he just lays into him without being mean. Right. He's, he's not, just like he's not even castigating him. Yeah. It's just like, I know what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not, I'm not slapping your hand. I'm just saying I need this right now. <laughs> I know you, I know what you want to do. Don't fucking do it. Don't do it. Um, we get our, uh, we get Richardson. Richardson, I think, and in, in, uh, it's been a while <laughs> since we've. Yeah, uh, I don't remember if this is the first Richardson, but. But we get, we've get Richardson in an episode and it's always a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, so a guy comes in, this is Silas, uh, looking for Farnham and uh, he needs two rooms. Um, unfortunately, guess what, everybody? No room at the inn. Um, and then he gives him a little bit more money. He's like, I work on it while you eat. Yeah. Um, and then he says that there's a man outside with horses that need stable, and don't you go fucking ask him for more. Uh, that's our that's our Richardson moment. Um, and it's Titus Silas. Welliver. Character actor Titus Welliver. Uh, yeah, of uh, Bosch fame. Bosch, yep. Uh, he was also in Lost. Yeah, he was probably in every single uh, Law and Order Golden. several times. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think he was also in Becker. i I, I tend to remember him yeah uh yeah so it's silas and silas is the bag man he is there on behalf of magistrate claggett to collect the bribes Mm -hmm. but he's also handing off something he's handing off a letter uh from claggett um hands it to al al's like yeah go have fun you know with the women at the bar whatever you want to do and he's like walking over all happy to do happy to take part and he's like stop <laughs> you fucking cocksucker <laughs> you, mo- you son of a whore you dirty rat <laughs> yeah um you you motherless fucking whores um and he says do you know what this letter says no i don't and don't you think you should have asked me that before you motherfucked me yeah <laughs> uh, yeah and I a double <laughs> a double Ooh, my crossing job. <laughs> uh cocksucker that's magistrate claggett um yeah. and he's like is that what you want me to take back to him that's the gist of it i um, love the conjugating of the verb motherfucker <laughs> mother like they they got so many different versions of motherfucker in there you motherfucker is an, a noun mm-hmm. you motherfucked me as a verb mm-hmm. oh it's so great what you a- motherless fucking whores <laughs> Uh, is what he originally calls them. Uh, uh, so yeah, a double-crossing <laughs> cocksucker. That's Magistrate Claggett. Uh, is that what you want me to tell him? That's the gist of it. And then Al kind of pulls himself back a little bit, and he says, uh, let me put it a better way before I send you and your mute friend back down the fucking trail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he gives Al a deadline. Al is like, okay, okay, all right, I see you. Uh, and then tells him that he can go have his fun. Uh, pussy and whiskey free if you want it. Uh, so there's that. We go to uh, back to the gem. Silas and Al are talking. Uh, letter from magistrate. The gist there is that the warrant that is out for Al's arrest, they need more money or they want more money. 
yeah. to kind of make that go away. And Al is like, do you understand what's going on here? I'm putting up a lot of time, a lot of effort, uh, a lot of money to make this all happen. Do you see what sort of fuckery would be going on for them to say like, okay, you're doing all this, but we're going to need this. So they're going to arrest me for murder after I've done all this. Mm -hmm. Fuck that. And Al's, I think Al's in the right here, being the murderer that he is. Being the murderer <laughs> that he is. And he also kind of like said, I forgot what he said the guy who he murdered was guilty of. Like, is it, did that make it any better? And then immediately goes, hey, can you come over to the bathhouse? I got to execute a guy. And like, like, come on over to the bathhouse like with me if you don't mind. He was trying to say, I murdered this guy, but the guy was a piece of shit. Now I, I got to go murder another guy. It just seemed like a weird conversation to have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I only stand behind every time I murder someone, so I must be a pretty good person. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm out. Do you want to go see me open. murder someone? Because yeah. it'll it'll be great. It'll be something to see. <laughs> um, and it was too. Yeah. Uh, so this Al is hesitant to trust him because um, yeah. silence is kind of remaining impartial through all this and being like i'm just the messenger i don't know what it says i don't have anything to say about this or that or the other thing but al is like kind of chipping away a little bit at him to see if he can be if he has a price if he can be bought in some sort of way yeah. to be on his payroll uh and be like an inside man or any number of things that al might want to use him for uh and he says something like you know i'm gonna be impartial or i'm doing what i can here but what do you, what do you got Make me an offer. Let's hear it. Let's hear your pitch. Uh, and then at the same time, I was hesitant to trust him because how does he know that he wasn't there to catch him? Yeah. In like a double crossing kind of thing. So. Yeah, and then Al invites him to the bathhouse. Uh, no one, don't worry. No one's looking to fuck you up the ass. I gotta execute someone. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Which also seems like, wait, but could that be me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> of, of the evils. Uh, See don't that worry. That's lump. <laughs> the lump go down his throat slowly. Yeah. Just, just, just watching someone die. What's the big deal? Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, no TV. <laughs> Entertainment. Uh, then we get to cocksuckers. Um, it's our first real big introduction to to Wu and specifically the relationship I think between Wu and uh, and Al. Uh, we've seen uh, Wu through the background and he might have popped up in a scene or two before this but not quite like like this uh, where you see that they can they have an understanding and they can, they can communicate with each other. Uh, which is commented on a couple times throughout the episode and the series itself. Uh, so Wu was there to see uh al he swidgen. goes swidgen yes swidgen. swidgen um and he goes in through the front door which uh, is for them a big big no-no um and johnny sees this happening and um tries to tell him to kind of all right nope you gotta you gotta go get out so and al sees gotta him leave and then come back <laughs> yeah. in, in back yeah. and you know make another scene so everyone's <laughs> it. yeah uh, and he's Al sees him over there. Job very seriously. That promotion really went to his head. <laughs> yeah, this whole episode, he's really got a chip on his shoulder. If there are two characters with a lot of character, it's Seth Bullock and Johnny, no last name. Um, 
Al is seeing this over over the balcony, and he says, uh, "Send him up. Do you want me to send him outside and bring him back in? Bring him the fuck up." <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and Johnny. That Al doesn't have time for racism. Like he, <laughs> he gets it. He understands racism, and he's willing to work within the boundaries of racism, as we're about to see. But he doesn't have time for racism. Just bring him upstairs. He, the man's inside already. I'm not trying to prove a point right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and if he's going in the front door, when he uh, seems to know that that's wrong, it must be something important. Yeah. Must be pretty important um, that he can't go around the longer way around. Um, so Al brings him brings him up, uh, and uh, he's got this draw. He's drawing out what he's trying to communicate to Swidgen. Uh, and he's like, cocksuckers, these two, <laughs> cocksuckers. And now he's like, oh, yeah, real glad I taught you that word. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I also but, enjoyed the way this went, because he's like, oh, OK, OK, so uh, they killed your guy, and these guys stole your dope. Wait, it's my dope? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he was yeah. fine with it for a minute there. Yeah. And then when he realized it was the dope that he was supposed to be getting, the hey, dope that was meant for me. Yeah. <laughs> These two cocksuckers. Yeah. Oh, it's starting to come into focus now. Yeah. Uh, and then Johnny is on the outside here and all these cocksuckers. Uh, those are the first cocksuckers I've ever heard coming out of that room that wasn't said by Al, that wasn't followed by Al looking over the balcony, pointing at you, Dan, and beckoning him upstairs with you, with the, you and your fucking knife. Um, <laughs> and uh, Al commits to finding these two cocksuckers who not just stole the dope that was meant for Al, but killed Wu's carrier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so there's uh, murder mayhem uh, mm -hmm. on the, uh, the a, dope trail. And a stop in the supply chain, which is uh, yeah. mm -hmm. the biggest problem. Yep, especially for Al. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, uh, you know, just, you know, between us, go out the back way. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I know. Just go out the back way. Um, and they have this kind of understanding look, and then he goes out the back. Um, but in the middle of one of in that scene, there's uh, Johnny says to Dan, you think I should open it back up? Um, because after Wu goes in, he shuts the doors <laughs> on uh, on the what they're called who they're calling the tit liquor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the the, the, uh, the generate out there, uh, and Farnham, the mayor, it was also kind of left <clears throat> left outside. So Johnny's like, "You think I should open it back up?" And I just love the way that Dan delivers this line. He's like, "I think that's what Al would want." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a dying wish. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's what he would want. Uh, yeah, and the uh, opens up the doors. Titlicker comes in. Women get in place. Um, and Farnham is upset that he had to wait outside, and but also envies how simple, how small things just make that guy so happy. <laughs> yeah. And this is where uh, Al uh, makes fun of <clears throat> Evie's outfit, going, oh, well, what's going on? Anything the mayor should know? <laughs> or is there, is there anything the mayor should know? And he goes, a name of another tailor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best burn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh then they go back to stuff in those envelopes uh jimmy irons what a great weasel 
<laughs> what a fucking great like Leon is is a decent weasel, but Jimmy Irons is just so such a fucking good weasel. Yeah. Um, Al is asking, Constantly apologizing for everything, <laughs> just being alive, He's bending over backwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He uh, is just like pathetic as a person. You know, yeah. just like this is this is pathetic personified. I shit my pants, and I'm telling you now before the smell hits you. <laughs> I'm, I'm just Sorry. gonna crawl over. Gonna I don't crawl. want to stand up because it's gonna get all over the floor. Uh, so Al is asking Jimmy where he's been, kind of shooting the breeze, uh, informs him of the carrier robbery, and Jimmy Arns, uh oh, uh oh, um, oh, so you you mean you didn't get your resupply? Ooh, and then Al's like, oh, uh oh, right, Jimmy. <laughs> um, yeah, oh yeah, looks like I'm in for some more aches and pains. <laughs> uh coming up for me uh jimmy asks about uh him and woo how they can kind of talk to each other um and then al asks about leon who was his size guy mm. um he's somebody that's working over at the belly union uh and where did he get to al's pressing him and then calls him out for lying he's just he gets tired because i haven't seen him in such a long time he just kind of up and disappeared oh oh did he now okay well listen to me you fucking piece of shit <laughs> uh it's basically oh, that boils down to <laughs> yeah yeah he changes on a dime um that's liars smell like cat piss is um uh he wallops him uh on the side of the head he tips over <laughs> and in the fall <laughs> <laughs> yeah. knocks the shit right out of him uh and uh lion causes cat piss smell um oh i just shit myself i'm saying it now before the smell gets to you uh and then he's crawling away. i think i should crawl i don't think i should stand and then it was like oh i just got a splinter long as a long as a board in my finger i'll be okay i'll be all right <laughs> throws himself over the thing i'm then, gonna roll out of the way so i don't get trampled uh, before that oh, he's like oh i hurt oh, my I arm, hurt my arm. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be fine don't you worry about me <laughs> oh jimmy irons uh yeah gonna roll so i don't get trampled uh he tells johnny al tells johnny to stay with jimmy tells dan to follow jimmy <laughs> uh and then he gets oh and get him changed and then bring him back yeah uh, yeah so maybe uh, leave his pants in the river like that other guy who had the <laughs> sh shitting his pants problem last episode yeah yeah oh what thank my lucky stars i've i've rolled into some new pants <laughs> uh jimmy irons uh al is uh, oh no, we go to uh, Leon and Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy says, uh, <laughs> Jimmy's like, in the bathhouse. <laughs> yeah, in the bathhouse. Um, uh, you, you could just let us go. You could just let us go. You got almost half of it back. Uh, and ex he, Hal explains that they're lying cocksuckers and Wu would basically say so. He's like, he's going to draw me a picture. You're saying 50% of the dope, that he's going to draw me a picture of what it will amount to 10% of the dope. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to draw a picture of myself, which amounts to me being a fucking cunt. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, don't give us to woo for his pigs, please, sir. Um, and then Leon pukes and Al sends them on their way. Yeah. Um, That's uh, a lot of bodily fluids in that office. Mm, sure is. Uh, Al says he's going to... Uh, Oh, he goes up to to Wu. Uh, 
outside of the freezer, <laughs> says yelling, you know, big motions. I'm going to go looking for a side of elk. Uh, they go into the freezer to talk. I'm going to go get overcharged for this fucking meat. (laughs) Every time I come to this guy. Uh, It shows him what's left of the dope. And uh, you can't, oh, Wu wants vengeance. He wants Mm. both of the people that killed uh, his carrier to be killed. And Al says, you can't go cutting the throat of every cocksucker whose character it would improve, which is another just fucking great line. Mm. Um, What happens when two dozen want to you know when two dozen people want to teach Wu a lesson uh what happens then um so they have that understanding he's like one one cocksucker that's what that's what 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 happens when they come for you right after they string you up they're gonna come come for Mm -hmm. me yeah um yeah if, if he gives them the two um how much uh for the uh that was just a nice little fun moment um looks at the the meat how much? <laughs> Switch it. <laughs> like, very nice. Thank you. Um, and Al says something to Johnny to the effect of he does not think this is going to end well. Yeah. Like, it's such a, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it seems like a small, like, it's just another murder, right? But it's not. Within this within the dynamics of this town especially as we start big getting into size side of things it gets you see how ugly it can get very fast but they're also both complete like deadbeats like at this point you know and it seems Mm -hmm. like if if al didn't even talk to Sai, would he have known about the robbery and then if both of them just disappeared wouldn't Sai just go well that guy just went off somewhere or od'd somewhere or something like leon just disappeared you know what i mean like would it have been that weird so i think when bodies end up in the pig pen everybody everybody knows (laughs) that's because they leave the clothes yeah you you walk by the pig pen and you see oh that's so-and-so's outfit Mm. oops Uh, so there's only a bed sheet in the pig pen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he got him bathed, so that's very nice. Um, we go to Al and Sai. Uh, well, actually, before that, he goes outside of the freezer after they have that quick discussion, makes the big motions uh, as if he got, um, as if Wu got the better of him within yeah. the, the negotiations or whatever. Uh, and Dan's talking about the quality. Oh, this is really good meat. Like good meat, good meat. Uh, yeah. Then we go to Alan Sai, and the gist here uh, is Sai is not concerned. He's like, so I'm to understand you are directly impacted by this. One of your guys did this. Doesn't impact me. Uh, so what the fuck you want me to do? Yeah. What do I care? Well, one of your guys did it. Well, did he though? Um, yeah, my last, uh, this is, uh, yeah, Cy rightly assumes it was um, meant for Al and doesn't want to give up. Um, he doesn't want to give him up because he's white uh, yeah. and uh, Wu is not. Um, and- well, and I think it, like, it shows Cy is very, he's so blatantly racist and just like a terrible, terrible human. But it's also like, if, if Al didn't have a stake in this himself or like a reason to keep Wu happy, would he really be doing anything to appease him? Or would he be 
like just as awful. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. yeah that's true. Sai um, says something about the having the last word, uh, and Al says, uh, "Well, my last word is the fucking bag man's up from Yankin, so, Yankton. So get your fucking share together." Um, <laughs> there's some clear trouble brewing between between these two. It's been kind of simmering since Sai has arrived, um, but in this episode in particular, and add in the business aspects uh, and uh, how it impacts Al, as far as Wu is concerned, yeah, we got, a, we got ourselves a little problem. A little problem here. Um, we go on a little walk with uh, the bagman, Silas. Um, Al explains the situation. Uh, some of the dope should have been delivered to a pillar of the white community, a wonderful man. Um, and he kind of asks Silas what he would do. And he explains the situation. Uh, and this, this reminded me of a fucked up trolley problem. The, the, mm -hmm. Yeah. With the, with the uh, you know, you got two people and you got a whole bunch of people on one, one track. And then you got one person on one other track, which one, and you, you control which way the, the switch goes. And then you bring um, race into the equation. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty fucked up. Uh, and Silas, did he even give an answer? I don't think he did. He just kept asking clarifying questions. He did say that he would he would kill one. Yeah. So he. But he didn't say which one. He right. didn't yeah. say which one. But he did. Yeah. I, did he? I thought he gave the suggestion of the drawing the straws, or am I making that up? I think he did say draw straws. So uh, yeah, he did. He did suggest that one get get killed, which doesn't decide who. Uh, yeah. It's just a way to not have to decide who. Yeah. Um, more or less. Uh, so he and Al says something as he's leaving. Well, thank God I don't have to lean on you for my fucking decision making. Uh, uh, then we go inside the uh, the bathhouse. Uh, oh, Leon and Jimmy are in the bath, and they're all we're all fucked up. <laughs> they're 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 living the life right now. Yeah, I gotta uh, thank you, <laughs> Al. I gotta thank you for letting us have our works. And yeah, every we just been getting all fucked up, and it's been wonderful. Thank you yeah. so much. You're intermittently. I tell everybody. <laughs> all sorts of fucked up. You wonderful man, uh, Leon. You got something to say? Yeah, he's great, Leon. <laughs> was begging to be killed yeah mm. i don't like the kind uh, of that guy's jib not at all i hate his the jib. great the great larry cedar by the way one of my favorite character actors to see pop up him and reg kathy started on uh square one tv i don't know if you guys remember oh, square wow, one yeah. on pbs back in the yeah. day uh i remember seeing them on that kids educational show about math when i was a child and now that i'm an adult seeing uh, Reg Cathy and Larry Cedar pop up on a prestige uh, drama television. Uh, it's just wonderful. Mm. What was his oh, name? Great. The late, great Reg Cathy. And uh, this guy is Larry Cedar. Mm. Larry Cedar. Hate him in this uh, in this mm -hmm. scene, though. He's, he's very good. That's, yes. that's, you know, that's how you know he's good, because I hate his guts and this jib. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is begging. He's just going on and on about this or that, whatever it is. Um, Jimmy's laying on the apologies and, and praise very thick and has to like be like, hey, elbowing more <laughs> like from across the uh, the tubs. Um, say you're sorry. Say thank you. 
um, we, we might get killed otherwise. <laughs> uh, yeah. So one of you has to apologize. And he's going on about the apology while Al pulls these uh, straws out of a broom. And uh, Jimmy Irons <laughs> is always just is like, okay, well, when when you say apologize, like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, you mean I got to go up there and just say I'm sorry, and then I kind of scare you off? Or do you mean um, I worked it out with Wu? No, when you say you worked it out, <laughs> when you say <laughs> Wu, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, pick a straw, Jimmy. And that's that's when things like very like it was a fun kind of scene up until he just looks at him dead because you know what's going to happen here. Yeah, um, he's he's staring down at them. Just pick a straw, and it's more or less a show for Leon. Uh, mm -hmm. Leon's life was spared, uh, and he goes back and tells it tells Sai exactly what what happened here. That he didn't do anything. He 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 bathed me. He gave me dope, and then he killed the other guy. Which, mm -hmm. I mean, that's the least any of us could really ask for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope to have a bath before. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he before he drowns. Uh, actually, it's while he's he's drowning. Jimmy Irons. Uh, he turns to Leon. Don't you fucking throw up. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want your smell over here. Um, yeah, and tells and Leon. Yeah, after Leon, Leon said, called him Al, and he said, don't you fucking call me Al. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can call him anything, but don't call him Al. Yeah, um, there's our outro song. Uh, so uh, tell him what you saw here. I saw a fair procedure. That's what I seen. Um, and then Al slugs him. <laughs> don't call me Al. Uh, and Al introduces uh, Silas to Dan at that moment uh, as he's carrying the body. As Dan's carrying the body, and he has this awkward body carrying a dead body handshake uh, with Silas, which was just funny in itself. Um, and then he tells Silas, "Take your cap off, take your top off, not top. What does he say? Tell, take your lid off. Lid, lid. <laughs> not take your top off. It's a little take different. Your top off. It's a different show. Uh, take your lid off." Uh, so, and he's like, "Yeah, that's what I thought. Get a fucking haircut. You look like a monkey's uncle or something like that." Uh, <laughs> and then he drops the body off at Wu, says, we're good. Say you're sorry, Jimmy. Um, and Swidgen hopes that uh, they haven't signed themselves up for killing two. Yeah, I mean, in a in a super racist camp, uh, I think I think that uh, that's a fair. That's a fair worry because people are going to be pissed. Mm hmm. Yeah. That any white man was killed to satisfy uh, mm -hmm. any non-whites. But it's also kind of, he did steal from Al. And isn't that, you know, like, you don't steal from from Swearingen. Like, that seems like this seem, you know, it, it's other than woo. That was just in the, you know, middleman part of it. Yeah. So I feel like it, it because it's his guy he might be okay because he just killed one of his guys for do lying to him and being involved in this theft. Yeah. Uh, though we also see Leon and <clears throat> excuse me, how much he talks. He is a yeah. big talker. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and he's, he was there, he watched what happened and he's, he's not going to be happy about it. They, they were, they were dope buddies. <laughs> uh, 
bath buddies uh and Aww. it's just it's not going to go over go over well um so he may very well go out and start start some racist bullshit yeah mm. that's our episode any mm. other uh any other stray thoughts fun things that popped up we skipped over uh sigh when sigh throws the money down uh oh yeah at al and al just lets it hit the hit the ground <laughs> yeah uh that was great and he's got a new gal uh i can't remember what her name was yeah uh, uh, say, say hi to the fellas hi, yeah fellas. <laughs> oh she talks too oh, she's oh. gonna be a big money maker for you sigh <laughs> yeah um well, and yeah, also I... in that, in that like little moment, um, when Al's like describing Cy to Silas and he like gives him a description of where he is and then thanks him for not looking. I was like, <laughs> this is like one of those little things that Al's just tucking away to be like, all right, this, this guy I can work with. This guy knows what's up. Yeah. Yeah. And that he's been, he's done this before. Like he, you know, like he's, he's a pro at being a slimy guy, I guess. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Let's head into uh, winners and losers for episode uh, 10. Mr. Wu. Uh, let's go to winners first. Who do you think won the episode? Uh, Sheila. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Who won this <laughs> Sad, sad episode. I can, if you need a minute, I'll go. Yeah, you go. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, Leon the Dope Fiend. Uh, I think he won because he got a free bath. He got the works next to him as he, as he did it. Uh, and he survived by sheer association uh, because of, of, of who he is employed by uh, and lives to scumbag another day. Nice. Uh, Sam? Uh, I am going to say <laughs> <laughs> that I clearly have thought about this <laughs> very hard and long and uh, hmm. Oh, crap. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, <sighs> I have one, Sam. Okay. Oh, you got oh, that. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you go first. <laughs> All right. I think my winner from this episode is uh, Though I'm not, I'm not going to think too much into the future. Uh, Joni and Eddie's friendship, and how much like they clearly have both been traumatized by Sai, and mm -hmm. like it's clear that they are looking out for each other, um, and want to see each other like succeed and be okay. Yeah. So I liked that. It was a very small part of the episode, but I really liked that. Yeah, Brian. Uh, I'm going to go, my big winner is going to be the writer of the episode, Brian McDonald. Uh, Do you look this up? I did. I looked <laughs> Was up. he from Becker? Is no. that why you uh, said that? This is his only, write, his only writing credit on IMDb is this single episode. No shit. Uh, so, I mean, I'm sure he's a staff writer on plenty of television shows, including Becker. Uh, but his his credit <laughs> is only this one episode. And boy, what an episode. It's the, the funniest uh episode of a of a drama on hbo that i've ever seen i love it yeah it's great sam i'm gonna say the ambulators <laughs> yeah. you know, they really established themselves this mm -hmm. episode the they got a clear goal and yeah. uh they're gonna they're gonna achieve it 
All right, let's move into losers. Losers of episode 10, Sheila. Um, well, I actually have Merrick as my loser for the <laughs> Just to write on the opposite. Because I think no one else wants to, no one else wants to hang out with him. He's just, he just really, he wants friends so bad. Yeah, yeah. Just no one wants to and last episode, he was told that he's in pain because he's overweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, oh, he's what, getting fat. What a boom. Yeah, that's yeah. sad. Uh, Brian? Uh, my loser's going to be Jimmy Iron, the dope fiend, uh, yeah. who's bent over backwards to kill himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Though he did get a bath and his works. So that was works. a fine way to go. Although so he, he did request to... Do one more uh, <laughs> yeah. before. Do you mind if I hit one more time before we uh, draw straws? Yeah. Oh, and he yeah. also was like, "Oh, could I just see the straws so I can see that one is actually longer <laughs> yeah. than the yeah. other?" Yeah. Which was fair. I feel like yeah. that was fair. Very uh, fair. And he thought he was like, "Well, if I just I can just apologize. That's all." No. <laughs> yeah. Come on, buddy. You dumb, dumb. I'm used to apologizing. I apologize for everything. Everything. <laughs> uh, same. Uh, I'm going to say Jewel because she probably had to clean up Al's office and there was shit oh. and vomit in there and, and cat piss and the smell of cat piss. So <laughs> yeah. uh, God bless her. Yeah. And we saw her this episode, but we didn't see any scenes with her. Yeah, she didn't really uh, No dialogue. Yeah. Uh, and it's just me. I'm going to go with Wu's carrier uh, for the, mm. of the, of the dope. Cause he lost the, uh, they lost their life and only got half vengeance. Yeah. Half, half avenged. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, that will do it for this episode of Canned Peaches. Uh, thank you, Brian. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sheila. Thank you all for listening. As always, you can go to um, Twitter and tweet at us at Watercooler, W-O-O-D-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-R. And uh, let us know what you think of uh, of Deadwood, if you're watching along with us. Um, if you remember, <laughs> it, it must be so funny for people that have watched or listened to this, and then months go by, and then all of a sudden there's like three episodes drop. Like, what the fuck are these people doing? <laughs> but if you're listening and enjoy it, uh, let us know at Watercooler uh, or hello at watercooler.com. Thanks, everybody. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.